Summer Jam, man. I know we got we got we got some shit that we got to get to, but I had to start the show off this way because we didn't record last week, and I had a had a rite of passage in my life a couple of couple of couple of weeks ago, a couple of days ago, a little bit over okay, maybe a week and a half. Um, y'all know, you know, I spoke about my experience uh, as a child being at Mary J. Blige's music video, getting my ass whipped. Mama Jones spoke about it when when she came on the show on the Mother's Day special. And um, I, I finally got to meet Mary. Did you? I got to meet Mary J. Blige. She had a book signing in the Bronx. Um, she she wrote a children's book. Y'all can see that. You see that's that's Mary's signature right there on it. That's Miss Mary J. Blige to you, gentlemen. Okay. But um, my my I felt like my life was complete. Uh, meeting Mary J. I got to talk to her for a second. I told her I was ten years old at the music video shoot. I stayed out till one in the morning, and I got to say Mary was looking as fine as ever, and I will still marry that woman. Mm. <laughs> we, we can we can go live now that I got that out of my system. Uh, you, you felt better. You felt so. How was she uh, receiving the story? She was like, she was like, uh, what she say? She was like, you, you, you was, you was there, and because it was quick, because no, it's a book signer, so they, they, you know, everybody is like pushing and 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 moving forward. You gotta, you gotta get it, get up in there and out quick. But she just smiled and looked up because at first I said it, I was nervous, so I said it low. She couldn't hear me. She was like, what? And I said, oh my goodness, Mary, Mary said what to me? She she responded. So I told her again. I said, yeah, you know, when I was ten, you had your music video. On my grandmother's block, I was right there. I stayed out till one o'clock in the morning. She was, she was like, "Oh, really?" And I just, and I, and I, and and something in me, like every fiber of my being, just it was, it was. You know how you just, you just ever feel complete? You feel whole? I felt whole, mm-hmm. fellas. I felt whole. It just, just them, them, them thirty to forty-five seconds that I had to speak with Miss Mary J. Blige, I felt whole. I felt like I could take on the world. And I said it that day. I said we got into the Uber. I was with uh, I was with I was with Jonathan. We got into the Uber. I said and I spoke it into existence. I said, Jonathan, I'm gonna work with Mary J. Blige. She is okay. going to be in one of my projects. And I knew. I said from that moment because everything came whole circle. It's been 30 years since the since the you don't have to worry video came out. <laughs> Mary's doing her acting thing right now. I'm in film. And I said, Jonathan, I'm gonna work with Mary J. Blige. So I spoke that into existence. And fellas, guess what? It's gonna happen. That's it. Go ahead. Just, just go. Start the show off. Did you, did you, did you express your condolences for the passing of Zeke though? Because that's I, what's really on her mind right now. Did you see? I was going to do that, but then I was like, you know what? I don't want to be cliche because I only, I know I'm only going to have a couple of seconds to speak to her, and I'm sure somebody else said condolences about Zeke too. So I didn't want to waste my, you waste to my opportunity. Listen, I don't want to waste my you opportunity. You trying to speak to her soul? You wanted to have a moment with her to let yes. her know, like how, how. How how real the fandom is, you know, That's the love. I needed that nostalgia, you, you know, so she could feel me and the essence of me, you know. I wanted her to feel that, and um, and I think she did, you know. I think she she felt where I was coming from, and she, you know, she because I could tell by the look in her eyes when she looked, cause she made eye contact. She didn't look away. She looked dead at me in my eyes, like we knew each other for like our souls knew each other. Um, and it was just like we was intertwined in that moment. 
I think it's called the Twin Flame, something like that. And for all you Zodiac people out there that really be into the Zodiacs, I think it's called. The tw- I think she's my Twin Flame because I felt the energy. <laughs> oh, you been, oh, you been on your astrology and everything. <laughs> exactly, man. It was. I felt, I felt the energy, man, and I, and I loved it, you know. And then again, Mary looked good. I ain't gonna hold trip, it. Trip, trip. You sound real creepish right now. You sound real creepish right now, but listen, I'm I, I'm in love all over again. It is what it is. Okay, okay. It's rare that you get these moments in life when you get to meet people that you like. You ain't try to kiss her. You ain't try to kiss her. Nah, Yo. I, don't, I don't want security. Oh nah. I don't want security to break my arm. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do that. That was that'd have been crazy. Now, had she given me any inkling that she wanted me to go for the kiss, I would have. But it wasn't. It was. It was too many people there. You things was moving. Uh, but I would have went in. Yeah, I would. I would have did that. I would have. You know, this what it is. I would have shot my shot. You know, I, next I should have blew her a kiss. That's what I should. I should have blew her a kiss on the walkout. You know, did it a little. You know, one of those with the peace sign in it too, and the, and the kiss go through. The <laughs> Turn the LL and shit. This nigga thinking in a paradise video. <laughs> I should have. And next time, next time. Trip I'm <laughs> Paradise is very nice. Listen, my I told you my life is for home because we wasn't live when I showed the book. We showed the book. Mary got the kids book. Go out and support. That's Mary's signature right there on that that, that the black right there. That's all. That's hold on. Wait, wait. Where is it? Boom. That's Mary right there. Recognize who y'all dealing with. Okay. Now let's get to it, fellas. Respect to the legends. Respect to the legends again. Let's go. What we got? What we got tonight, fellas? What we what we getting into? What we got? Nah, man. It's a lot of it's a lot of uh, strange things that happen. People had some business ventures uh, come about. Um, some crazy stories. Um, one being, you know, uh, we, we talk about people that are, that are in alternate lifestyles from time to time. Um, man, DC's happened to tell uh, Shannon Sharp that he put his mama for collateral one time. Now, I don't know how confident you are in yourself, but I don't know, would you be willing to do that? Because, you know, some people's parents be like, don't, don't be like, oh, my mama. They be like, nah, don't do that shit. Nope. Not not, not in, in this lifetime, the next lifetime, or 10 lifetimes. And y'all know my mother, she could take care of herself. But I would never yeah. put my mother in that type of home. Play. That's crazy as hell. Yeah, that's 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 extremely selfish. Uh, of him to do that and, and involve his mom in his business like that, man. I, I don't support that at all. He said he was good money, though. I don't give I don't a give damn. Right, <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you excellent money. You don't do that. Yeah. First of all, one, anything could go wrong in a situation like that. And two, that situation might go well, right? Let's just say that one goes well. But now motherfuckers know where your mother lives. So anything, yeah. anything moving forward or if... If you do anything, you might not even know you did some shit that a motherfucker might not like, and now he got your mother's address. Nah, bro, that you, you crazy. Yeah. Thank God, you know, for it to you know that his mother, you know, made it through, and nothing happened. But yeah, bro, like you is because cause again, I don't give a fuck how good your business is. Anything is possible. Something could have happened. On another day, another transaction you was trying to do, and like I said, they got the they got the they got the address. They got all the info on you. Now, now you know what I'm saying you don't put your mother in a crazy situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we know that people don't abide by the rules. You know, we we talk about that shit all the time. People just do what the fuck they want to do. Mm-hmm. They don't really care. 
you know, they, they might even want to try to prove a point because you just never know what's going on on the other side of things. So, yeah, it's, that's 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 a real that's a real that's 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 a real gambler situation, man. I, I you know I don't, I don't gamble a lot or gamble, you know, maybe I'll mess with some stocks or something like that. But yeah, now nah, that's a different type of gamble. I ain't putting Mom Dukes up. Nah, that's not a gamble. That's just being careless. That's being reckless. Mm-hmm. You don't. Nah, that's just like I said. I don't give a fuck. You excellent money. You just don't. You don't play like that. You don't involve family members like that. Exactly. You, I don't even know what to say to some like. That's that's wild, bro. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> like, <you> should... <laughs> I mean, it, it, it didn't kind of kind of strike me as a you know a real odd you know story. Just in looking at you know, I, I will watch you know uh, Love and Hip Hop from time to time. He doesn't really seem like you know the movie Heat where they say you know you can kind of drop things at, at, what, at sixty seconds and get the fuck on. Yeah, he kind of gave me that type of personality with some of the stuff that people would ask him and stuff like that. So I, I don't know if that I, I was you know shocked by that statement on hearing him, right hearing him saying that. I just think that sometimes people people try to be too honest. And certain things you can keep to yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's just one of the things. If, if you did do that, and like you said, if that was a gamble you took, all right, then you just don't put that out there. Because his mother may not have even known that. You know what I'm saying? His mother may not have even known that she somehow was connected to any of his business. So yeah. to put that out there, and like recently he was on another clip where they had asked him, like, if the roles were reversed, where if Yandy had to serve the time that he had yeah. to serve, could he hold it down? And he was like, I, I don't know if I could have held it down for the same like. Bro, you don't say that this woman stuck by you through all them years you was locked up. Don't don't make her question her loyalty to you, my nigga. You keep that to yourself. Yeah, even if even if you did feel that way. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't say that shit out loud to nobody. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Even even if you genuinely felt that way, even if you felt like, yeah, you know, if she would have went away, I don't know if we would be together. I don't know if I would have been as loyal to her. Just keep that to yourself. Because at the end of the day, she did show you undying loyalty in that situation. You know, not only sticking by you. But raising your child that you had with another woman prior to her. So she held you down in a way that very few women would ever hold a man down. Mm-hmm. Don't make that woman question that loyalty to you now. You know what I'm saying? Because now you probably got her wondering, like, shit, if that's how you felt, if I was locked up, Lord knows what the fuck you've probably been doing behind my back already since you've been free. Don't have a question of that loyalty, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Don't fuck it up for you. You don't get you don't get but so many riders in your life, man. That shit, that's that's different right there. You get you know, you go. And get locked the fuck up, like you said. You get out, she hold it down. Y'all got a show. She always get in the bag, so you know that's that. Yeah. But uh, you know, I guess maybe in the same vein, um, you know, in the same area because they're influencers. Uh, people are they they stop uh, giving out money, stop paying people for the reels and uh, on Instagram and Facebook or whatever. You know, that was kind of a hack for us for a minute when people they were telling people to make videos. I think was was that like a TikTok battle situation? Bro, I had just got in the Matrix. They had just hit your boy up, uh, you know, uh, I want to say maybe like four or five months ago to start getting paid for the rails. So I ain't even really getting my foot, you know, all the way in the, in the water yet before they shut the shit down. That's bullshit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, so they reached out to you? Yeah, bro, I've been, I've been on, my, on, on my shit with my rub. That's why, I've been, you know, I've been going hard with the rails. And next thing I know... They like, yeah, we not we not giving no money on that no more. And I said, this is bullshit, man. You got to let a brother eat first before, you know what I'm saying? We start going crazy with it. The market is saturated. The trip, that's what happened. It just got it got too saturated. And as we talked about before, it ain't it ain't even about talent or, or like 
true content. It's just like, you know, how often can you throw shit against the wall? Yeah. Because that's all it is. You know, people, a lot of people regurgitating and recycling the same content they've been put out before. They'll just keep dropping it at different times as if it's something new. They ain't got no talent, so it's fucking it up for the people that do got talent. It's fucking it up for the people that are bringing quality mm-hmm. content to the mix. Yeah, they, what they sh- what they should have done is not pay people for your regular shit that you just posting up as as reels. Like it should have kind of made it into a way where it's like if if you're posting from like a show, a TV show, a podcast, a radio show, anything like that. Then, but if you just yo, I'm walking up the street and shit, and I'm just showing, I'm doing some dips in the park, and you got it up there. Nah, that don't that don't count. It got to be on you know prof- something professional. Nah, bro, that shit. People gonna watch it. People gonna watch it. You can't discriminate. Like if they'll watch motherfuckers in it, they watch the bartenders in the park doing all that shit, bro. You can, no, no. But what Trip is saying is not that people ain't gonna watch. The point is that you you pay people for things that really aren't quality. It could just be something super stupid. But because it got like 10,000 clicks or likes on it, like the other shit with the reels, that the hack with the reels is if let's say I, if we put up a 10 second reel, but we put a long comment underneath, right? So somebody, let's say somebody's trying to read the comment or the, or the, or the you know, the, the whatever yeah. it is underneath. As long as the, the reel is going through, you know how sometimes the reel is start over, start over. Each one of those count as a new view. So people yeah. created the hack knowing like, yo, I could just put up a five second video. But I'm gonna put a crazy description in there so that as you're reading that description, that reel done went through five, six, seven, eight, nine times. Now each person is viewing it. I think Eric Eric Froze. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that, that that that's that's how you finesse the system basically. Man, I'm fucking like that's like them streaming farms on them, uh, you know, songs and shit like that. Like it's always gonna be a hack, man. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. The one second video, I ain't think about that. <laughs> I ain't think about that. Get a little quick little clip, a little boomerang or something. Yeah, yeah. you know the ladies love the boomerangs. Mm-hmm. But either way, ain't nobody making no money no more. The, the buck stops here, literally. Yeah, <laughs> the buck stops here. Says you motherfuckers better go get a job. Yo, Kevin Gates. We were just talking about that before. He, I, I don't know. Uh, we were saying it might have been. Uh, Eric was saying it might have been something old. Well, you know, when he came to the uh, job, Chick Fil A, and um, tried to offer someone forty five thousand to quit their job on the spot. Yeah. You a, you, you a teenager, a young adult? What you doing? You, you quitting your job? You taking that? If I'm clocking in tomorrow, what you gonna do? Well, first of all, I gotta check the stipulations behind that money first, cause. You know, you got some creepy motherfuckers out here that's you know just think they could just buy anything. So I got to check the stipulations behind that money. But if it's just like yo, Kevin Gates came in, he seen me working, he was like, you know what, this young brother don't need to be working at this bullshit ass Chick Fil A. Let me do something nice. You know, I'm gonna pay it forward. Yo, man, hey, take this forty five thousand, man. Leave this fucking job. This ain't for you. I know you got bigger dreams. I will walk the fuck out on Chick Fil A and never look back. You take that forty five k. You damn right. But if you want some other yeah, shit, I'm turning it down. I can't. I ain't with. I ain't with that. I'm not out here just selling my body for forty five thousand. Not to know nah, me. Anyway. Mean, so that trip right though. I, I think ninety nine point nine percent of us would have taken the money. 
yeah. and, and chase our dream or put that money towards something else we want to do. But in the era of the Dalai Lama and the era of, you know, R. Kelly, because, you know, I got the R. Kelly part three out now. Uh, you got to be careful what comes with that money. You know, you don't want to be somebody, you know, as remember the episode of Martin? Yeah. You know, all the $20 from Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in the you shower. Wanna, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be nobody's sex slave for the 45000 now. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be careful if you're going to be accepting those type of gifts from people that you don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know. You fuck around, get that shit. Some of that shit be fake. Yo, y'all be seeing people still walk around with fake money? People be still fake bills and shit. People still be doing that. Fake money, fake everything. Yeah, I ain't see. I ain't heard about nobody do that shit in a minute, Joe. I'll be appalled when they be having fake money and it, and it look bad. Like you ain't even try. Nope. So, I mean, there's 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 sites you can just buy. You know, a thousand dollars in fake bills from just for front. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got fake money, but it's you know props for the when I be shooting and stuff like that. Right, that's what I'm saying. But if you get the really good counterfeit money that looks like real money, like you said, for music videos, for movies and all that, mm-hmm. cats put that shit in they they put that in a stack with everything else to make it seem like, you know, the, the nod is crazy like that. That's nasty. That's nasty. <laughs> that's nasty, man. I'm just saying, like, let's let's keep it a buck, bro. Like, granted, we have found more ways to make money. <laughs> granted, the, you know, the hustler spirit is, is crazy right now, but... Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't out here making the type of money they claim to be making. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. That is true. It's, it's, it's a front. Summertime coming up. You know, tax season. Tax season about to be over, so everybody's trying to rush to go do that. Summertime coming up. But see, the cool part about the summertime coming up, we finally get to the spring. Uh, you know, we get the house parties and stuff like that, and and you know, basketball. So you know, we got some stuff to look forward to. Baseball. You know. Definitely got to get some baseball games. I don't even know why I'm, I'm even talking about this right now, but it just had me thinking about it getting warm outside, man. I hate the fucking cold, man. Well, it should be warmer down where you at, right? Man, cold, it be cold, bro. It don't matter. Cold be cold. It be, you, you, you know, a few times I had to put out my New York coat. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> you wilding now, yeah. It ain't been that cold out here, but it, I mean, now it's warm down here in D.C. Sure, it, was, it was 80, it was 80 today, today outside. Yeah, it was 82. Yeah. Listen, man, just don't be on that bullshit, Mother Nature. Don't be playing with us. We ain't got time for that shit. Y'all checked out that uh, that new Air movie. That, um, How was it? It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. It was funny seeing the angles that they, they would shoot Michael Jordan at because he wasn't really in the movie. It was about the other people that was in the movie. I mean, like, the, you know, the creator and all that. So, you know, they would shoot him, you know, with an over-the-shoulder or some shit like that. And it would just be some, some bald-haired guy be talking and shit like that. So... Cause he, you know, wasn't really about him. You know, his mom and all that. His mom, his dad. That's how you but, save um, money. Huh? I said that's how you save money. We ain't got to really have MJ in the movie. We just gonna shoot, you know, over the shoulder from the side and the angles behind them. So we don't need, we don't need Mike mm-hmm. for this. We can't pay Mike the amount of money that it costs to have him in this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that. I mean, he probably, he probably wasn't signing over the rights anyway. You know what I'm saying? He, so that's why the movie's called Air. It's not called Jordan. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I wonder. I haven't seen the movie, but Sean, since you said it, I wonder how many times did they call it? You know, did they really use the Air Jordan name? So, so they said it a few times. Okay, they actually said it. Um, well, they but, can say Air Jordan because it's not. They're not saying Michael Jordan. Okay, true. Okay, that's yeah, how you yeah, get around. You that's how you get around certain things. But yeah, I mean. I'm definitely going to check it out. Uh, I'm interested as a as a Jordan fan, 
and a fanatic. I, I want to, you know, I want to hear the backstory. We know some of it, but I want to hear, you know, some more details about the story. Mm-hmm. Let me let me let me ask y'all this, because uh, you know they they approach uh, magic first. You guys know that, um, and ultimately magic went a different route. Do you think Nike would be the same? If it was Magic who had who had been the signature athlete for Nike and not Jordan, I feel like um, that shoe was definitely shaped around the image, the likeness, and all those things incumbent of Michael Jordan. Um, although you know Magic is well loved, uh, it would have looked a little different. Um, I, I can't necessarily say it wouldn't be as successful. Um, cause he's definitely a, a smart businessman, but I don't know about actual, you know, within the shoe culture, would it have, you know, would it have been as successful or whatever? Cause that just, I don't know. It was just different. I, I don't think it would have been as successful and that's nothing against magic. I just think to Sean's point of like Mike and his swag with the shoe was just like a perfect combination. Like when you see him at the dunk contest with the gold chains on wearing the threes, like that was just that level of swag. And then his whole persona on the court, you know, with the shorts being a little baggier, with the ball head, with the with the elbow, you know, wristband and all that. Like it just went perfectly. And then the other part of that too, that, you know, you don't know how history plays out. Magic being forced to retire early could have been a big negative for Nike. Because remember, Magic retires in like 91. Yeah. The Jordan brand really just starts to take off in the 90s. So if, you know, if, if unfortunately if Magic still has to deal with the same personal um, obstacles that he had to deal with, you know, contracting the virus, retiring from the game, that might have actually been a death blow to Nike because he would have been the, the signature athlete. He would have been retiring. You know, there was when, when in 91, 92, Nike didn't really have a big roster of athletes at that time. It was much later on when they started getting more guys under the Nike umbrella. So. It could have it could have been really bad for Nike at that time if their best athlete is forced to retire from the game just as the, the brand is taken off. Yeah, especially when you take into account the reason that right. he was forced to retire and the world not really being ready for that at that time. Even though yeah. you know, even though we're talking about the '90s, but the world wasn't ready. The world didn't have enough information. On, on, on HIV, on AIDS, at that time, you know, it was it was hard for players to accept Magic, and and we're talking about guys that have known Magic for years at that point, you know, friends, you know, of of his that had trouble accepting that. So I know, um, you know, that would have also factored in on on that as well. Yeah, all that would have been, and like I said, Mike's style the way he played fit them perfectly. You know, the Air Jordan, um, them releasing that commercial about the Jordan one being banned from the NBA, you know, his high flying, him being in a dunk contest, wearing the sneakers, like for as great as Magic was, Magic wasn't in the dunk contest. Magic wasn't flying around the court doing the things that Mike was doing. So that also played into it as well. Like his style of play, his own swagger, and where the league was going at that time, where it was transitioning to, it was the perfect storm with Mike, whereas anybody else, I mean, shit, and that's not a knock against Magic. I mean, I don't think Isaiah Thomas could have sold those no. shoes. I don't think, I don't think Larry Bird could have sold them shoes. Nope. You know what I'm saying? And, and these are iconic players. It's just the perfect storm of Mike.
Mike, who he was, his swagger on the court with mm -hmm. the shoe. Mm -hmm. and, and the and whole the winning, story, you know. Throw the winning in there, too. Well, so, um, say that again? I said, and, and the winning, too. You got to throw that in because yeah. that's a big part of the brand taking off was the fact that he he, he three-peated and then came back and three-peated again. Yeah, but. That put the stamp on it. But by that time, I remember when he three-peated, they were already up to the Jordan 6. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the remember he's in a dunk contest with the Jordan three. Yes, yes. So yes, like yes. the the early the early part of it really took off with his style of play. Like when he when they that iconic clip, you know, when he gives the the Celtics uh with forty something points at the Boston Garden yeah. in the playoff series, he's wearing the Jordan he's wearing like the Jordan twos at that time. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Like these these were all these were all parts of like the like the legend growing kind of where people are looking at like yo do you, do you see what mike just did yeah. oh by the way he's also the only one that has his own signature shoe because nobody had that now yeah. if you're a top five player you probably got a signature shoe back top then five, you might be a everybody top else play and get one now <laughs> yeah but i'm saying back then everybody was with converse all the main guys were with converse mm -hmm. and mike was the only guy who had his signature shoe so it, it it's like all those things in, in one perfect concoction of like this is why Mike and the shoe elevated at the same time. Yeah, it's like Team Jordan kind of took over that whole situation. How how you know they had Magic, they had Bird, they had you know they had all those guys under that umbrella. So it's kind of like Team Jordan is like that in the same sense. So they took over that same resume, so to speak. Even though Converse uh, was bought by Nike, also, but yeah, Jordan's just different, man. Regardless of how you feel about that man, Jordan's just different, man. The yeah. time that he came into the league, coming out of college. His story from high school up, you know what I'm saying? Like, and them three letters, man. Them, them three letters really just say it all. AIR. Mike was jumping out the gym, and mm -hmm. the the dunk started to become the signature mm -hmm. move in basketball, and there wasn't too many people that was doing it better than Jordan. Yeah. It, it was everything, man. Like, I mean, even even now, if you look at the way we gravitate towards certain professional athletes, it's because they embody that same swagger that comes from, quote unquote, the neighborhood, from the inner city. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, Mike Mike wasn't the only one dunking. Like, Dominique Wilkins was dunking. But Dominique ain't have Mike swag, though. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. So when, when a dude has that type of swag, like, we, we see it now with John Morant. We've seen it with the way that, you know, we were attracted to, like, Michael Vick. Randy Moss, certain guys that come AI. from AI, yeah, AI yeah. the inner cities, the swagger they bring to it and the style they bring to it now elevates it to a different level because now it's a different level of cool. Yeah. Yep. Certain dudes could be cool. Certain dudes is just like cooler. Like that's just it's just too much, it's too much swag right there. Yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But guess what though, guys? We didn't tell everybody they watching, shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Oh, we shooting the motherfucking shit, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Michael Jordan, motherfucking greatest. I'm tired of wearing ones. I gotta get some other sneakers, man. I, f I feel like I, I, I not I didn't not that I ran my course, but buying ones. I gotta start buying some other sneakers, man. I just bought so many pair of those that right now I'm just not even really feeling them. I actually be going through different seasons at times where I be wanting to wear different shit. So yeah, man. I think I'm about to. Uh, Kind of joined the Air Max family completely for a little bit. You know they ran them MJ crib too. Yeah, some young boys like eighteen or some shit, right? Disrespectful, man. How you gonna run up an MJ crib? That's crazy, man. 
Cause it's Jordan. Fuck you, mean? They trying to get anything? They don't care. Yeah. First of all, I'm saying I feel like Jordan should have like one of the craziest security systems. Like knowing the man, I don't understand how somebody just break up in his crib. Man, it's time you get past that gate. That's all you got to do. Yeah, <laughs> you just got to find a way to get past that gate. Yeah, but uh, I if mean, I've been sitting behind the computer. I know how to hack shit. I know how to do this. I know how to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, if I'm worth over a billion dollars, I'm gonna have all type of surveillance, armed guards on my property. You ain't just gonna be breaking into my crib. That, nah, I'm sorry, man. That, that's crazy. I mean, it's different though. Like, I mean, it's it's the same like we said. Like when they vandalized Bron's house one time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when you're a certain stature, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying that you're wrong and you're thinking, but when you got so many cribs. You probably thinking the same way, like, look, this is a gated community. The only person that can really get in here is somebody who has access to the whole community. So yeah. if they get in, then at that point, like, it, it ain't much I could have done anyway. I ain't going to have armed guards around my crib. Because if I got, if I, if I got my, like, how, how Bron family going to feel Savannah and the kids if he got armed guards around the house all day, every day? Yeah, like, like, like the fucking military. Like the president. Yeah, like, this shit ain't a, <laughs> they going to fight the president. <laughs> Yeah, but the, the kids don't want to live that way. The, the missus don't want to live that way. It's like, yeah, we, like, we, are we that at risk? Like, at that point, like, then we shouldn't be living here. Yeah. That's how we got to live. Yeah, that's Yo, what's up with your man Trump, man? He turned himself in finally. <sighs> Ain't shit going to happen, though. Exactly. <laughs> Ain't shit going to happen. He's going to be right back running for president. And all you cats that voted for his ass the last time, going to vote for him again. And try to put his ass back in office. Mm, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Everybody from the from the from the, the that terrorist attack that took place on January 6th, all the motherfuckers, they're gonna be right back to voting for him. Shit is different, man. So much has changed in three fucking years. Yo, um something I, I, I came across, uh Shannon Sharp, Uncle Shay Shay was uh, telling a story about how he was dealing with a woman and I guess she was uh, on her way out of a relationship and he happened to pay for the divorce himself because he wanted to kind of, I guess, expedite the situation because he just thought that he was just going to be with that woman. Thought that was interesting. That's a different level of uh, dedication. I don't think I have that, but uh, I mean, it's keeping it. I mean, he kept it a buck and I get it. Like he said, I, he felt like he really was digging her. He said, "Why we lend us a little bit of money? <laughs> slow, slow down. What's the inevitable? That's some real bullshit right there." Like, look, look. You know, I'm digging you. I'm, I'm trying to keep fucking you. Yeah. And I'm trying to get your husband up out the way. You said y'all get divorced, so here's go ahead, take the couple hundred dollars, get, get him, get him up out the way, and move on. I'm gonna pay him too. That was the ill shit. Like to tell the husband to his face, "I'm gonna pay it. Don't even worry about it." Like, <laughs> good. I mean, listen. No. If, you, if you got it, you got it. You know what I'm saying. You want that woman bad enough, and you got the bread. That's not going. It's not going to hurt your pockets. Like if the divorce was like five hundred, I'd pay for that. I get you up out of there for five hundred dollars. Nah, I don't think it was five hundred, bro. It was. No, it, no, it, it, was, it, was it was. It was forty five. Was it? Was it? Oh, oh no, he didn't even say the number. But I'm sure. I know it was yeah, a lot. It was a lot more than number, that. But, I, but I'm just saying, my yeah, number was like five hundred. That's my number. Five hundred. If your divorce costs five hundred, <laughs> and I want I you, I don't know what. I, I, I don't five. know what divorce lawyer you know is taking five hundred. 
on them billboard commercials. You talk about some little slips that be on the uh, on the on the uh, on the wall nah. and shit. The little nah. cutoff joints. Nah, the boys five for four hundred ninety nine dollars. I will pay the fine. Trip got, got shorty in the mall. Like, call this lawyer, right? <laughs> it's the dude call on the bench. Lawyer. He got his picture on the bench. Right there. <laughs> call this lawyer right here. Let's get this done right they, real quick. They Thanks. waiting on. They waiting like they, they're waiting to get taxes and shit. This one of them type places. Yeah. yeah, trip. Like, what he what he want me to sell it to him? He want me to sell right. it off. <laughs> you take nah. cash out. Take cash out. Well, nah. I got to do Venmo. I, I got to do Venmo. Shave off that. Yo, that's wild, bro. I mean, it's probably some of those guys out there, though, but I don't know. That's a different level of dedication. I might, I might have told her, like, we'll wait and see or whatever the case may be. We're not, I'm not paying for that. Fuck that. I don't care if I got it. That's your problem. You figure that shit out. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because to me, it's like if y'all was, if y'all already breaking up and just waiting for signing papers, but I don't need to expedite to pay for nothing because if we fucking around, we're going to keep fucking around. That's it. Exactly. Nice. Damn. I mean, unless unless Shannon was was thinking about possibly marrying her himself, and then maybe that's why he like, yo, let me get them papers signed so we can move forward. But the way he talks about it's like they're not even together, so it's yeah. like, what was the point? Yeah, that that's the true sense of you know you pay for it. You know, you, you we we talk about that all the time. You pay for it some way, shape, or form, or whatever. But you literally are literally are paying for it. Yeah, you know, you you paying for her freedom, you know, so to speak. You know, from 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 that situation, and now you, you know you guys kind of got to figure it out. That's just a different level of dedication, man. I, I don't know if I'm that mature yet, but anywho, got some uh, basketball going on right now. I had that pass the play in games and shit. And Rudy Gobert back to it again and shit. Well, his shenanigans. Uh, those guys were playing last night or whatever because uh, he got into one of his teammates and um. I fell asleep on this game in the West Coast games. I'll be trying to watch them, yo. First quarter, second quarter, maybe I'll be done after that. But your man Rudy Gobert, man, three years later, man, you know he 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 did his uh, magic magic fingers pause or whatever situation thing when he uh remember, no when Kobe first started, what was he doing? He was touching stuff, right? Is that what he was doing? Paul then touched all the microphones. Pause. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, okay, Cam. You're right. You're right. You're right. You got to pause it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wilded out though. But, he definitely wilded out, and he wilded out again a couple nights ago. Same. Your man. He be. I don't know what the fuck he be thinking, man. He be he he be trying too hard, man. That's that's what it is. And he all of us, and then they be trying him though. You think people really respect Rudy Gobert? Like he's a tough guy. Nah, they don't respect him. First of all, he's French, so I don't like. I don't think it was that. Like, was it like ever a tough guy that, that came from France? Like that was like like in the media or anything like that, entertainment and sports. Like, was ever like a real tough guy from France? So somebody from France gonna run down on you and shit. You playing? I'm saying you like you. Not not that you know you think they soft or nothing like that, but it just like there's no. I don't like. I don't think I've ever seen like a real tough. Like, have there ever been an action hero from France? No. That's what I'm saying. Those so, guys, usually those guys from the UK kind of going on right now. It's a lot of cats from out that way that's kind of coming out here. But yeah, nobody really from France. Saying, France is kind of like, you know, love. And we we cool and sleep and, cool and all that, you know, all that good yeah. stuff. So, no, nah, definitely nobody in the league respect him because, well, I mean, he, defensive player of the year, you know, whatever. He got, he got a couple of them. But... The way these young boys be be like going at him, just trying to dunk on him, damn near every night. They ain't no respect for that man. 
Nah, I mean, I, that whole situation, he, he goofy as fuck for that anyway. Like, that was a sucker punch that he tried to backpedal out of. Um, he didn't have no respect in Utah. He ain't got no respect now. He just, he just a big goofy, bro. He just one of them dudes. He's just a big goofy. Oh, Rudy. Yeah. Rudy, and, Rudy. And you, and you Has there ever been team. a tough guy named Rudy? No. Exactly. There you go. That, well, that yeah, is one on. of his names. Wasn't the kid in that, um in the movie? Uh, was his name Rudy? And uh, what's the movie? Yeah, that, that, that's that, that's my shit though. Name. I ain't gonna lie. He had heart. Though. He had heart. He had heart. He wasn't tough, but yeah. he had heart. Yeah, he had heart. Yeah, that's that's about it. He wasn't tough though. My man, my man, Rock Joey. Oh, Rock was. What's his name? Is, is that his name Rock Dutton? What's his name? Uh, Sutton. What's no, no, name? Dutton. No, it is Dutton. Is Sutton. Sutton. Sutton or Dutton. I don't know, man. We be fucking Charles Dutton. Charles Dutton. We be fucking some names up, by the way. I be like, listen to sometimes, like, then that name is fucked up. At that age, you stop making up shit. Yeah, man. But yeah, Rudy Gobert is a clown. Yeah, yeah. Man, he, you know, he got to be a tough guy every now and then. New team, new look. No, but he cost he cost his team an opportunity because realistically. You're playing the Lakers, right? And you're, I guess, quote-unquote, supposed to be one of the best defenders in basketball, right? At least according to, what is it, three defensive player of the year awards. So now you get yourself suspended. There's nobody else in Minnesota that can guard Anthony Davis. And then when you add in the fact that, you know, uh, Jaden McDaniels, he also did some dumb shit, punching the wall. I think he fractured his hand or something like that. He you learned from Stoudemire. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of a lot of foolishness that within that organization. Um, and they better hope they can bounce back. Uh, I think they play on Friday. Yeah, mm. they play the loser tonight. So they better hope they can bounce back. If not, this thing is is over before it starts. And, that's it. Good night. Yeah, it's been over for them, but still, you know what I'm saying? You really go bad. You got traded there. You make a lot of money. You supposed to be some sort of leader. Obviously, you not, but yeah. that's what it really comes down to. Like, that was a game the they needed. Yeah, that was a game that was important to them, and then you do some dumb shit like that, which then cost you another important game against the Lakers. Yeah. You motherfuckers don't be thinking they be in the moment. Shit is wild. Well, it seems like they're gonna be home soon. <laughs> but <laughs> so I, I won't I won't uh, relate this to you, uh, Eric, because I think yeah, you know your kids that don't fall in this age group now. Trip. Yeah, yeah, your nephews ain't in middle school. Uh, one of my older nephews in middle school now. Now your, your nephew come home right and tells you, your aunt, they having these fight clubs at school and shit. What's the next question you're going to ask? And the teacher is setting these shits up. Is he white? Because that's the next question that I would ask. Is he white? Because that sounds like some... Your teacher is black. Teacher's black and doing a fight club? What is he? 30 second fight club, no screaming, no yelling, no phones. Did he grow up white? (laughs) It's a black lady, dog. It's rules of fight club and shit. But your nephew already told you and shit. You know, Eric, same for you. Like yo, yo, yo. They say somebody come home. Like yo, they got a fight club at school. Y'all telling? Um, yeah. 
Because <laughs> this ain't motherfucking gladiator. Whoa. And I ain't sending my daughter to school for you to just be throwing her in the middle of a fight. <laughs> Yeah. Just, just to entertain motherfuckers. Like, but she nah. be fucking people up. What if she said, "Nah, dad, I be fucking people up." Yo, that's cool. That's cool. Let me let, let's get your footage together. Let's let's put your little reels together and all that. But you know, what I'm saying, you, y'all not gonna be, you know, turning to Don King on behalf of my daughter. It ain't yeah. happening. Nah. Motherfuckers is different, man. Yeah, this this all this shit is, at the schools is crazy now, man. If we if we ain't worried about some crazy motherfucker trying to shoot up the school, we got to worry about uh, teachers trying to fuck the kids. Then we got to worry about teachers setting up fight clubs or teachers abusing the kids. There's this video circulating now that's super disturbing of this of this. Uh, and she's a young woman too. She's in her twenties abusing these preschoolers. Yeah, and she be filming it. Yep. It's like what's going on out here, man. Like this ain't the job for you. We live in yeah. a crazy world. You, yeah, you got these innocent three and four year olds that she be, you know, abusing just just for home entertainment. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, if you can't control yourself to where you get you spazzing out on some fucking kids that don't know what the hell they damn doing, you know what I mean? Like, it, that ain't for you. You know what I mean? Like, you almost got to be childlike with these damn kids because they they'll know they stress you the fuck out and they'll continue to do that shit. So if you sit here and, 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 and do something like that, you, you need to be the fuck away from these kids. Like, you're not somebody that, you know, should be watching other folks' kids and shit like that. That shit is not cool, man. It's you not. To watch those kids, protect those kids when their parents are, are, are away, you know, off doing what they need to do, so. And it's, it's sad because these are the same people that they have trauma from their childhood and now they're passing on trauma to other kids. Mm-hmm. The same way you didn't like somebody picking on you or hitting on you, abusing you in some way. Now you're doing that to other kids. Why the fuck would you do that if you know the type of trauma is causing you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 But shit, I mean, people are never like really fess up to that though. You know, they'll sit there and you know just continue to keep that vicious cycle going, man. So I should be like that. My fucking uh. Well, no. Yeah, man. Shit is different out here. You just be scared because, you know, you be wanting to drop your kids off and shit. But then some people actually treat school like a fucking daycare, too. So that's another thing. But regardless of the fact, you know, your kids going there to learn. They want to be able to be safe and shit. They ain't got to deal, deal with nothing. Yo, um, I didn't mention this also. Uh, uh, the fucking Super Bowl passed some months back or whatever. You know, Rihanna was there for halftime. She actually paid this guy's rent. Or gave him the amount of money she paid him was enough for him to pay his mortgage or rent or whatever for two years. How far is that? You know, that's a beautiful fucking thing. I wish she come pay my rent for a year too. <laughs> so, well, I mean, keep this bitch out. <laughs> I mean, let, let's first of all let's be clear. I did hear the story, and that is true. She she way overpaid. Um, he didn't even know it was Rihanna. He told he's the one who told the story. So he had been approached. That somebody wanted to rent out his house for a week leading up to the Super Bowl. He didn't know it was Rihanna. Um, they shot him a crazy number, which he was like, "Of course, I, you know, I can't turn it down." I, she paid him uh, half a million dollars for one week uh, to use his crib. First he of all, lived, just to have a half a million dollars that you could pay somebody for one week—it's crazy in itself. Yeah, it's crazy. But again, he didn't know it was Rihanna. All he knew was that somebody of stature was willing to pay him that amount they wanted to be able to stay in the house for the week leading up to the super bowl because it was in close proximity Mm -hmm. to the stadium um he found out afterwards that it was rihanna 
but the crib it's it's like a, a five million dollar crib that he has so it's a, it's a it's a pretty beautiful crib already so it's like obviously that. Yeah. yeah like this is obviously this is already within his own you know his his range of, of wealth that he can handle on his own but her dropping a half a mil on him like he said he was like i'm gonna be able to just pay my mortgage for two years in advance um and be straight so he was he was already good he wasn't hurting for the bread but obviously it's a great come up to know that you know i rented out my crib for a week and was able to uh pay my mortgage and he said now other celebrities already been hitting him up because she spoke so highly of how beautiful his home was fire yeah property yeah yeah but that's dope like i said he didn't even know it was rihanna he just got approached he said the number was so crazy he couldn't say no when he found out later on he was like excited that it was rihanna and then he started getting hit up by other celebs that want to come into town and stay at his crib for a few days or rent it out i should say so that's that's fire for him man I'll give no. you a discount. You ain't have to give me the whole 500. Give me like 300 and you can rent my spot for the, for, you know, for a week or two. You got it, Ray. Nah, she going to throw the five. I'm going to take the five. Right, right. <laughs> Trip, Trip trying to stay at the crib while she there too, though. Trip said, I'm just going to be in the back over here. I did so I'm trying to be right here. You, you, need, you need me to cook breakfast, Riri? Because I got you. <laughs> How you like that? Trip, trip ain't low here in the kitchen humming and shit. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, like Melvin and shit. <laughs> Bro, we got activities for the kids. You know, we got she all like type yeah. of stuff going on here. And, and you know, she got a staff with her too, so it ain't. So you ain't even got to worry about her. She mm-hmm. it's some other baddie with her. Yeah, no, he ain't low. Uh, he be like, well, I seen makeup artist. I seen her. Trip out there talking about I put some coloring books out for the kids and shit right <laughs> over the head. <laughs> you know, the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the store, I picked up a couple snacks over here. Hey, I got Mary's book right here as a kid's book. I can read to the kids now. I could do that for you. Got some fruit snacks. <laughs> oh, you know I got the fruit snacks on deck, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> the kids uh-huh. gonna love me, man. They go, all the kids love me, man. When you keep fruit snacks on deck, kids love you. Dog. Fruit snacks is like crack, man. I don't know what it is. Like I sit there eat like eight packs of them shit. Teeth be hurting and all that. I can't do that shit no more, man. It's real in the field, man. Yeah. Let's get up out of here, y'all. Yes, sir. Let them know. Shooting the shit. shit. There you go. <laughs> we shooting the, the delay. The delay shit. <laughs> Let's do it again. Hold on. We gotta do it again. Do it again, man. Do it again, man. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. We shooting the motherfucking shit. Baby, there's no need to tell ya. As far as I can clearly recall, my love has been here for you. So you don't have to worry at all. I'll sacrifice my time. I'll make sure you're satisfied And there's no more thing to the joy I'll bring I wanna give you